Voice of St. Louis original podcast. We've got a KMOX exclusive with the Director of Corrections in the city on the troubles at the jail in the St. Louis All Local. Today is Friday, October 13th. I'm Michael Calhoun, our top local story. A KMOX follow-up. Confusion after conflicting arguments between the city and the jail oversight board, whose members are trying to inspect conditions at the troubled facility. The city is claiming that the board never submitted their procedures while the board is saying they did and are awaiting feedback from the city. In an exclusive interview with KMOX, Commissioner of the CJC, Jennifer Clemens Abdullah, doesn't provide much clarity to the situation, claiming that the board did indeed submit their procedures, but that they didn't consult the city. I can tell you that I'm always willing and open uh, to help things move along, and I did my portion, and uh, anytime, and it was well after the fact. However, the board's August meeting minutes confirm they are still awaiting guidance from the city on those policies and procedures, reading they are, quote, still under consultation by the relevant stakeholders nearly a year after they were submitted. Clemens Abdullah said she couldn't speak to the delay in the communication to the board. Sean Malone, KMOX News. A St. Louis area woman goes to the Middle East to see the Holy Land and leaves with a new appreciation for the complex dynamics of the region. Amy Minton Rosank was touring the ancient fortification of Masada when she says she heard the first missile strikes. After days of sheltering in their hotel and multiple flight cancellations, the group was finally bussed into Jordan. She spoke with KMOX via video call from Jordan. It's a little unsettling knowing that this much devastation is happening within like 80 miles away. It's like it doesn't feel right that I'm here enjoying a beautiful location and on touring, on holiday in a sense. It doesn't feel right. Rosank is scheduled to fly out of Jordan for the U.S. today. She says she will likely stay home for a while and reflect on the experience. Many members of the U.S. House of Representatives want to go on record supporting Israel, but... We can't even pass these overwhelmingly bipartisan resolutions to, ta- to state that support um, because we don't have a Speaker of the House. That's Illinois Congresswoman Nikki Bazinski, who was a guest of KMOX's Hancock & Kelly. She says they are getting intelligence briefings, but as far as getting any real work done to keep the federal government operating? It is crippling, to say the least, to not have leadership in the House of Representatives right now to help us determine what is our next step. Do we need another short-term continuing resolution to just keep the government functioning while we continue to have these budget conversations. Debbie Monterey, KMOX News. As you heard from CBS, Republicans nominated Jim Jordan for speaker today, but he will also likely struggle to get enough votes on the House floor. Two pieces of legislation creating regulations around Airbnbs take another step in St. Louis. The bills did see an amendment from Alderwoman Kara Spencer receive enough votes. Brett Narayan, who sponsors the bills, explains what the most significant amendment does. Create a, a conditional use hearing. It added a conditional use hearing into the process for any short-term rentals located in a residential area, so single-family home. Alderman Narayan says he's looking forward to having these regulations so the city can shut down problematic short-term rentals. The Cardinals are confirming an armed robbery at one of the team's affiliates. A scary situation at the Cardinals training complex in the Dominican Republic. During the overnight hours, armed robbers broke in, stealing money, cell phones, jewelry, and baseball equipment. The complex houses players and staff, but none of them were physically harmed. The club said in a statement they were shaken up. President of Baseball Operations John Mozalak also says the club is immediately reassessed their security provisions. This appears to be a trend in the Dominican Republic as complexes operated by the Guardians and Marlins have also recently been robbed. Matt Pauley, KMOX Sports.
education news that matters to you. A new report says Illinois' teacher shortage is stabilizing, but there are other concerns. The group Advance Illinois found that the number of teachers is at its highest level in more than a decade. Still, certain positions remain a challenge, including special education and bilingual teaching jobs. And the diversity of the teacher workforce continues to lag student diversity by a significant margin. Still, principals in Illinois are more diverse than teachers. The report also says a shortage of substitutes makes it harder for schools to support unfilled positions. Scott Jagow, KMOX News. The KMOX Business Desk. We are proud to be able to plant our flag in the heart of North City. An announcement today that a new world-class workforce development hub will be built in North St. Louis. It'll be at the corner of Van Deventer and Dr. MLK Drive. The president of the St. Louis Development Corporation, Neil Richardson, says he gets chills when he describes the 150-square-foot facility located on 15 acres. Because this site will be a catalyst for so many young people, a beacon of hope in their neighborhood that they have opportunities that are close by them where they don't have to leave their city. They don't have to leave their neighborhood. KMOX goes in-depth. Well, as we continue, let's bring in KMOX's Sean Malone with an in-depth report on all of the issues at the St. Louis City Justice Center and uh, an exclusive interview with the Corrections Commissioner. Does she have a handle on what's happening? We've told you about the uh, City Justice Center Oversight Board trying to get into the facility to conduct that oversight after several issues, including uh, riots, hostage situations, and uh, 10 deaths over the last 10 years. So, Sean, uh, why hasn't this oversight board uh, been able to get inside? Well, the biggest understanding, or I guess misunderstanding for a while, was the training that the Oversight Board uh, thought they were starting. They were told some of the training they've already done was no good. They've had accusations that they're being stonewalled and that the training has been uh, some obstacles put up to make it a little more inconvenient to get the training done. But yesterday, a new issue really came about to the surface when newly announced Public Safety Director Charles Coyle uh, said that the Detention Facility Oversight Board hadn't submit their procedures that they were supposed to have voted on when they first formed to the city and that certain aspects of the city, uh, such as the circuit attorney's office, director of personnel, hadn't seen anything. And the board refuted that. When I spoke with Pam Walker, their board member, she said it's absolutely untrue and actually sent me meeting minutes from August meeting showing that they're still waiting to hear back from the city on what they've sent to them. The policies and procedures are still under consultation by the relevant stakeholders. That's in the meeting minutes from their meeting just back in August. I asked Jennifer Clemens Abdullah about that to try to get some clarity on the situation, and I didn't get much clarity on it. It was simultaneous statements that the board hadn't consulted with the city, but that she did get procedures from the board. So it's did they or didn't they? I think this is the miscommunication that's arisen from this is the board is looking at it as, okay, we've sent you what we think is good. You need to send it back to us and tell us specifically what's not okay with it. All they've gotten is that it's not okay. And Jennifer Clemens Abdullah was essentially saying that, well, it's not okay because you didn't consult with us. And this is the confusion that's arisen because, like I said, this is at least how the board sees it. They're awaiting a response 
and they're really not getting any sort of feedback from the city other than this is just not acceptable what they've submitted. The jail can be a dangerous place. And mm-hmm. so these oversight board members have to have this training, the city says, so they know how to handle certain situations, so they know what to look out for when they go in there. Know how to handle certain situations. Also, uh, to not create any liability issues for the city as well. If a board member, um, you know, and I- I'm not sure what specifics there would be, but obviously these are detainees that are uh, not um, found guilty of any crimes they're just charged with crimes and so I think a lot of it has to do with that as well that the city wants to make sure they're not going to be putting themselves in any sort of additional legal jeopardy if a board member were to do something that could potentially step out of line um, but in terms of these rules and procedures this is something that should have been cleared up a while ago it seems this miscommunication um, you know, Jennifer Clemens Abdullah I'll play a clip from our conversation when I asked her about her relationship with the oversight board the first thing she said is that the effective communication is needed well i'll tell you this um i think communication effective communication is always essential and i go back to what i was saying before with this kind of a miscommunication where you know she's saying the rules and procedures the board is in her opinion just passed it on their own which they can't do it does need to be consulted with her. She said that during our conversation and section five, part a does explicitly say in consultation with the commissioner and the city councilor's office, the DFOB shall develop rules and procedures. And then it goes on a list of topics that the rules and procedures would cover. But again, this is the miscommunication where, and I've got another clip. Jennifer Clemens Abdullah claims that they didn't consult with her while at least as the board sees it, this is them trying to consult with the city. And uh, they all, I mean, those rules and procedures may have been adopted by them, but what does it say that those rules and procedures uh, must go through to get to the final point to be implemented? And that's, I think, what is missing. So this is just the latest in yet another miscommunication between uh, the city and the Detention Facility Oversight Board that is leading to a lack of oversight from the board that was created specifically for oversight. And one of the the members of that board was arrested recently, sitting in the lobby of the jail, just uh, requesting access to the facility. And that's it. They're not allowing any sort of access to the facility um, unless they get this training done. And then even now with the, you know, arisen issue of these procedures that the city says is not okay. The board is waiting to hear back from the city as to why they're not okay so they can adjust them. Even if they get this training done and they're close, Pam Walker said all but one of their board members has one or two courses left to take to complete their training. Could this just be another wall in the way of potential oversight if they get that training done? And this whole question about are the processes and procedures okay? Have they been approved by the proper people? If that doesn't get approved... They could be stonewalled again. They could be denied access to the detention facility once again. Just the first topic that you discussed with the Corrections Commissioner in your exclusive interview, Sean, and so many other issues. We talked about the deaths and the the riots and the guard who was taken hostage. And uh, so you've got much more coming up on Monday as well. Yep. We'll discuss the audit, too. Uh, A lot of things going on with the City Justice Center and Jennifer Clemens Abdullah, uh, all part of a 45-minute conversation that her and I had. KMOX's Sean Malone. Thank you so much. Thank you. The St. Louis All Local is a production of the KMOX Newsroom. I'm Michael Calhoun. Thank you for joining us.